This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels, and it's March 11th. I wanted, I had every intent to do a podcast and do it quickly, and then just, I don't know, do anything else I wanted to do tonight, but I got distracted, and I started to research some other stuff, and I'll probably do a podcast on that for tomorrow, and see, I'm clearly distracted by all of this. But anyway, tonight, I wanted to talk about Joe Biden and his irresponsible policies, which we all know it's not Joe Biden. We all know it's the globalists. And the globalists, they don't care if it's Democrat or Republican. So let's get the Democrat-Republican party duopoly out of sight and out of mind because it doesn't matter anymore. The parties do not matter. So the whole thing about immigration and migration and everything else, I would really, the first thing that we have to say is that Joe Biden clearly has opened up the borders. Brought this up, I think, on the last podcast, where Joe Biden is essentially saying, whatever you want to do at the U.S. border, we will give you money to do it. You had a whole bunch of pictures that came out where all of these migrants coming from Mexico are marching across the border, and they all have Biden T-shirts on, pristine white Biden T-shirts on as they're marching towards the U.S. border. Now, the question then becomes, how did these people who supposedly have no money and are poorer than dirt, who are only coming to America for a better life, how did they end up with pristine white T-shirts on their long march to America with Biden clearly emblazoned on them. The next thing is, what is going on with the Border Patrol? The Border Patrol is now no longer able to talk to the press in any form, in any way. This was an edict from the Biden administration, and it came spiraling down after a whole bunch of viral videos emerged of just streams of people trying to get into the United States. Three, what was the number? I brought it up on the last podcast. I don't have it in front of me. But the number, I believe, was uh, in 2020, the amount of people that are supposed to come into the United States are going to be triple the amount of what it was for 2018, 19, and 20 combined. So this is just the kind of policy that we're seeing with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the globalists. Now, what are they doing with those people? They're pumping those people into states and cities that are purple, meaning that they're, they were Republican, they're turning Democrats, so red and blue equals purple. And the reason why they're doing that is because they want to make sure those states are overturned and Democrat-leaning, or you can read globalist-leaning. Meaning, uh, what else do we have? We have people getting money for free, uh, all that good stuff. People making, just taking advantage of the system. And also, ultimately, thanks to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, as long as you live in a state, you get to vote in the elections. It doesn't mean that you actually have to be a citizen of the United States. Just as long as you live in the state whether you're in the United States legally or illegally. So you get how they're stacking the deck when it comes to elections now. 
Basically, the plan is illegal migrants come across the border. They get shipped to purple areas where they will eventually be able to turn blue Democrat voters because the legislation that they're trying to pass is as long as you live in the state, you get a vote. It doesn't mean that you have to be a legal citizen of the United States. There's the whole plan. Now, the darker side to all of that has to do with drug running, gun running, and human trafficking as long as well as child trafficking. Brought this up, I don't know how many times. The darker side to all of this is that that's how the elites actually make all of their money, and that's how they trade. They trade in humans, drugs, and guns. That's how it all works. Now, why are we suddenly seeing a huge influx of people coming into the United States as soon as Joe Biden is elected? Do a lot of people want to come into the United States? Sure, without a doubt, that's probably part of it. But what is what else could really be going on? It could really be something to do with the child trafficking. We all have seen the pictures of Joe Biden and how he can't keep his hands off of kids, about how Joe Biden constantly sniffs the hair of women and children. And he's really, really awkward with his storytelling, especially that little limerick involving the wet hairs on his legs sticking up and all the kids trying to pat them back down again. And oh my gosh, wasn't that oodles of fun that whole day at the pool? Mm, No, you're a fucking goddamn creep. Sorry, really sorry. So if we're assuming, according to the story that was put out earlier this week, Uh, The numbers from the Border Patrol say that 117,000 unaccompanied minors are set to be within the United or set upon the United States. Now, all of these kids supposedly are in cages. Oh, I'm sorry. They're not cages. Right. That was a Trump thing. If it's Joe Biden and Barack Obama when Joe Biden was vice president, then it's something else. Then it's, you know, it's. It, 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 it's, it's shelter. It's not a cage. But if Trump does it, which is really just continuing Barack Obama administration uh, policies, then it's a cage, right? So why are they doing this? Why are these cages overflowed? Why are they shifting all of these kids to an Air Force base in Virginia, which is very, very close to Washington, D.C., which has one of the highest rates of missing persons in the United States. Why do you think that is? Also knowing that the elites really exchange thank yous and deals using children and drugs. What we're talking about here is a massive, massive human and child trafficking ring and the sudden influx of children into the United States, or, oh, I'm sorry, unaccompanied minors, are essentially offers. Did you hear me? They are essentially offers. They're offerings to the new administration in the United States. They're saying, we know who's in power. We know his proclivities. We know the people that he surrounds himself with. 
So what we're going to do is that we're going to make the offerings, the children, the unaccompanied minors, to the United States as a gesture to say thank you and we'd like to do business with you in the future. Of course, there's money laundering involved too, but if you really want to get down to the Luciferian occult garbage that we generally talk about, that's the whole crux. That's the genesis of this massive influx of people. And there's no denying it. There's no denying it at all. Even Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador says U.S. President Joe Biden's immigration policy is encouraging illegal immigration and brings revenue to drug cartels through human trafficking operations at the U.S. border. He was telling Reuters they they see him as the migrant president and so many feel they're going to reach the United States. And some of Biden's policies that worry the Mexican government is including a fast track to citizenship for migrants living in the U.S. and support for gang violence victims. Also, internal assessments reviewed by Reuters based on testimony and intelligence gatherings state that Mexican gangs have been growing their clientele and keeping tabs on U.S. measures that would encourage migration. So what you're seeing is the drug cartels and the human traffickers and the jackals that transport people across the borders are know that Biden is like this and know that Biden has surrounded his people or surrounded himself with people like this. So that's exactly what they're doing. And so we now have, how do you say this idiot's name? Is it Pisaki or Saki? We're going to call her Pisaki. Jen Pisaki, one of the most reprehensible, awful human beings on the planet. She is the Kamala Harris press secretary. Oh, I'm sorry, the Biden press secretary. And she is one of the most smug, awful, overly pious, disgusting human beings. Just watch her give a press conference. You just, it's, she's disgusting. She is the epitome of vile. And you want to talk about somebody that calls somebody else a deplorable. You can just imagine her doing this. She thinks she's better than everybody else. The, the, the stereotypical, the, the, just awful Democrat human being that thinks she knows better than you and you cannot say a word against anything that she says. Don't you dare ever contradict her. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, it got so bad that CNN was even caught slamming Democrats. CNN's Caitlin Collins asked Jen Psaki why the Biden administration was refusing to address the border as a crisis. And Collins said the administration has refused to call it a crisis, instead referring to it as a challenge and saying what you call it doesn't make a difference of how you're responding to it. But now today there are over 3,700 children 
unaccompanied migrant children in Border Patrol custody. Now, by the way, last year, under Trump, there were 18. One eight, not 3,700 children. Anyway, Ms. Collins continues, they're spending on average over 100 hours, which is four days, in these facilities that are jail-like facilities. No mis- Notice that Ms. Collins doesn't refer to them as cages like she did under Trump. Now, under Biden, they are jail-like. Uh, not meant for children, she continues. So how can you say that this is not a crisis? And Ms. Pisaki exclaimed, it doesn't matter what you call it. Doesn't that sound familiar? Don't we all remember Hillary Clinton saying, what difference does it make? People died in Benghazi. Well, Ms. Pisaki seems as though she's taken a page out of Ms. Clinton's playbook by saying, it doesn't matter what you call it. And the situation is an enormous challenge. Our focus here is getting to the root of the issues and taking action. The root of the issue is that your administration said, it doesn't matter who shows up into the country, we're going to welcome them. Ms. Pisaki continues and said, we don't feel the need to play games with what it's called. Oh, okay, playing games with what it's called. So it was uh, cages under Trump, but right now it's a challenge. It was cages under Trump, but right now it's called jail-like facilities. Stupid. Idiotic. Moronic. Absolutely reprehensible that the Biden administration and the smug Jen Psaki has the gall to go up in front of people and say what they say. Stephen Coppets, an analyst. Where's he an analyst from, by the way? I don't know. PrincetonPolicy.com was reporting what Stephen Coppets said and reported that 96,974, might as well call it 97,000, migrants were apprehended by the Customs and Border Protection This was almost three times the level of one year earlier and the highest it's been since 2006. It was far worse than any February under either Obama or Trump. This, of course, makes sense. And what even makes this worse is that once again, Jen Psaki and her reprehensible, smug, holier-than-thou behavior strikes again. And today, Fox News' Peter Ducey, D-O-O-C-Y, I'm assuming that's how you say his name, decided to question Ms. Pisaki about her messaging problem and the crisis at the border. And specifically over the fact that migrant children facility, migrant child facilities, excuse me, have fully opened safely, even with educational opportunities, while the kids are in custody. Meaning, what Mr. Uh, Ducey is referring to is that if the United States is closed and school systems are shut down due to COVID, of course. 
then how come the Biden administration somehow found a way to open up educational facilities along the border for migrant children, unaccompanied adults, or unaccompanied uh, migrants or, or minors, whatever the hell they want to call them, and somehow were a- th- these facilities, these educational opportunities and facilities at the border uh, were somehow able to mitigate any sort of risk of COVID. Isn't that some shit? So Mr. Ducey asks, don't you think there's a messaging problem over the fact that migrant child facilities have fully opened safely, even with educational opportunities while the kids are in custody, but at the same time, American schools in many cases have not, relying on COVID-19 to remain shut. And Miss Miss Pisaki decides to chuckle and laugh at the question. And Mr. Ducey somehow decides to find his balls and says, it's not funny. And Miss Pisaki decides to shut down her chortle and says, well, it's all about working to fix the mess of the last couple of years, insinuating that it, this is really Trump's issue. No, no, Miss Pisaki, it's not really Trump's issue. This is the Barack Obama, Joe Biden administration's fault for allowing migrant children to be thrown into cages. But now it is the same person's fault under Joe Biden that also allows these children to be kept in cages, not jail-like facilities, cages. And Ducey continues to ask, highlighting the contradiction, but since they are not all back from an administration position or from your perspective, have the Border Patrol unions and the health or the HHS unions been easier to work with than the teachers unions? And she says, oh, well, there are mixing, you're mixing different circumstances. And ultimately, uh, they both involve children all in tight quarters. And of course, Miss Pasaki tries to um, belittle Mr. Ducey's questions and saying, well, the close quarters that we're seeing with migrant facilities aren't exactly the same close quarters that you would see in a typical public school across the United States. Uh, I'm sure that's the case, Miss Pasaki. This woman is beyond smug. And let me tell you something. This woman... It, is, it doesn't even have to deal with the fact that she's a woman. It's just the fact that she's a person. And this person is an awful human being. And the, the utter disdain and disgust that she has for people that dare contradict her. That dare question this administration's policies is beyond reprehensible. This woman should be fired. This person should be fired from a cannon because she is just an awful human being with the way that she responds to questions about children which supposedly are at risk for COVID. Now, you know me. I question the whole deal about COVID. Why is this possible? It's because more than likely COVID 
is not as big of a risk as they're making it out to be. But Biden and Harris have tied themselves to the teachers' unions. So the teachers' unions have demands, and they are not going to feel safe from COVID until all of these demands are met. Higher wages, more union benefits, so on and so forth. You get the idea. But since the teachers' unions aren't involved with education facilities for migrant children, then it doesn't matter. And all of a sudden, COVID magically disappears. Because they're not testing any of these migrants for COVID, by the way. None of them are doing that. The Biden administration, for what, you know, wear two masks, you must be tested for COVID, you must get an experimental mRNA vaccine, Unless you're a migrant, you show up across the border, then it doesn't matter. No worries about getting tested for COVID. Just show up. The whole purpose of this is to turn the United States globalist. And they're doing that by pumping in, purple, pumping in these migrants to purple states or red states in an effect or in effect trying to turn the vote from Republican to Democrat. But the issue here is, beyond that, is that it doesn't matter anymore. The election of 2020 has shown that it doesn't matter who you vote for. The globalist elites will make sure they cheat and shut down the court systems to put in whoever they want to put in. And they will pull out all the stops to make it happen. They will pull out and introduce all sorts of bribery and favors to all of the judges and all of the other politicians to make sure they're all singing from the same scorecard. But they have to make it look legitimate. So what they do is turn the purple and red states blue and purple, respectively. And that's exactly what they're doing with this, along with reigniting the human trafficking rings and the pedophilia rings that were dismantled under Trump. And this is what all of the woke crowd voted for? This is the, the anti-fascist movement? No. No. You have a lot of stupid people, and you've got even sicker and twisted people manipulating the even dumber people. And that's the last call with Chris Michaels for March 11th.